0: These good and faithful Jews of Jesus' time um, knew their prophecies well. They knew what the Lord had been saying and what the Lord had been promising um, about the coming of the kingdom, the coming of salvation, the coming of the Messiah. Um, And this scene that we have, it says, as they came down the mountain, and you might be wondering what they were doing up the mountain, um, but this is just after the transfiguration had taken place. So Jesus took um, just a few of the apostles up on Mount Tabor, and he was transfigured in glory. The glory of his divine nature shone forth, um, and they were amazed and astounded, but also they saw Moses and Elijah appear with him, um, which also astounded them, and there was all sorts of reactions. So as they're coming down, though, they think, oh, if Elijah's appeared, that's making them think of all these prophecies that they know and what's supposed to appear, because they knew that Elijah was supposed to reappear before the Messiah was to come, and this is something of what we're hearing um, in our first reading as well, of the way that Elijah has risen up to heaven, um, but he's also going to come back in that preparation for the kingdom of God. Um, And as Jesus unravels it, and as we've heard in um, recent readings as well, that John the Baptist is that Elijah um, fulfilling that place of prophecy in bringing forth, in um, making the way for Jesus, um, preparing the way in the hearts of the people, um, showing that Jesus is about to come. So while we're talking about all this prophecy today, my question was, that I want to think about today, is what it means for us to be prophets. Because we see we've had so much prophecy put before us um, throughout Advent. Most of our readings have been from Isaiah, um, looking at the coming of the kingdom, preparing the way for Jesus. What does it mean for us to be prophets, I think it's good to clarify that because um, by our baptism we share in the the life and the role of Jesus in three particular ways. We're invited into his office of priest, prophet, and king. So we're supposed to be prophets. Does anybody go out and prophesy in their everyday life all the time? Yeah. How do you even know what to do? So that's what I want to think about today. When we look at well, a general idea we can have about prophecy is is that it's about telling the future. Yeah. That's probably the, the common even sense in the world of what people think prophecy is about. Um, and we can easily pick up that idea if we look at the, the prophetic tradition from the Old Testament, because the prophecy of the coming of salvation was always about a future thing. They were, they were preparing the way for Jesus. It was always pointing forward. Um, so there was a futuriness about it, but... Telling the future is not the essence of what prophecy is. What prophecy is about is about revealing the heart of God, revealing who God is, revealing um, what God's plans are, not not in the sense of of the steps that are ahead of us in those details, but the kind of plan that God has for all of creation and all of humanity. and so there may be extraordinary circumstances when people in our church can prophesy in a more direct way into people's lives and reveal perhaps something that is about to come or a way that God's going to work more specifically. But I think the key way in which we're called to be prophets through our baptism, we're called to be a prophetic church, is really about witnessing to and testifying to the nature of who God is, showing forth the heart of God so that we can prepare that way in people's hearts to to know him when they meet him um, properly. And this can happen in a number of different ways. We we can be that prophetic voice and that prophetic presence in the world when we witness to the dignity of the human person. We can be that prophetic voice when we witness to um, the forgiveness of sins. We might meet somebody who is... um, you know, they're just struck with guilt and shame because of something that they've done. But if we can um, witness to them the fact that we know that our God is merciful and that He's come to forgive us and free us from our sins, then that's a prophetic voice we can have. Um, We can be prophetic in showing forth our faith or even assuring somebody that, that God will provide for you and wants the best for you. There's a there's a vulnerability in doing that when we don't quite know what exactly that's going to look like in the turning out of their circumstances. But we know that God loves every person and that he has the best in store for them. We can be prophetic when we witness to the fact that God wants you to join with him in eternal life. We can be prophetic in the fact when we witness, when we witness to the fact that um, Jesus is the answer of all those desires of your hearts when we see somebody who's who's yearning and searching and doesn't know where to turn for answers. And again, we might not know exactly how um, these truths are going to come to bear in a person's life, but we can still witness to that truth in a prophetic way. We can be true to what we know of the nature of God, what we know of the life, the salvation, the love that Jesus has come to bring into our lives. Um, We are a prophetic church, we are a prophetic people, When we can be that presence and that witness in the world that shows to the world who God is, um, shows to the world the the dignity and the love with which he has created all of us. So let's consider the ways in which we can um, share in that witness that Jesus came to give and that life that he came to give by our prophetic witness, by our prophetic um, work amongst the world. Let's try and be a church that that opens up the world, prepares the way for all our brothers and sisters in the world to know God and to reveal the fullness of his truth and his love.